Welcome to the Ultimate Coach Podcast, Conversations from Being, inspired by the book, The Ultimate Coach, written by Amy Hardison and Alan Thompson. Join us each week with the intention of expanding your state of being, and your experience will be remarkable. Remember, this is a podcast about being. It is a podcast about you. To explore more deeply, visit theultimatecoachbook.com. Now, enjoy today's conversation from B. Welcome to the Ultimate Coach Podcast, Dina. I'm so happy to be with you today. Oh, I'm so blessed to be here too. Thank you for the invite. Well, you know, I had to because I'm just like, who is this woman who like mirrors Steve Hardison, right? And your way of being. Mm. Um, And you are like impacting and changing the world of nurse coaching. Mm. Who is Bina? So my story actually started while I was at bedside. Um, When my son was diagnosed as being a nonverbal autistic, I started um, coaching more and more with bedside and helping people really feel loved while they're in their worst moments. Mm. And as it progressed, my dear friend, Amy frame was like, Hey, there's this new program that's out there. You really should check it out. And, you know, as a confident friend, I was like, I had no idea what a nurse coach was. I'm like, am I going to just coach nurses? And she's like, no, that's like, the biggest misconception. She goes, Bina, you're going to, you are one of the best healers at bedside. And you learn, you have, have a gift of being compassion and making people feel loved in such a unique way that this is like a platform that you have to read. So I did became a nurse coach and here I am helping parents with special needs, helping other nurse coaches and helping people feel loved and support them to really open up their vision of what they want to create in this life Mm. without judgment, without the social norms. It's what are you creating? Because when you do it with love, when you do it with that passion, not about money. When people go, I'm going to do this and I'm going to make $100,000, you're going to fall flat on your face. Because you're not doing it with the right intentions. Yeah. But when you do it with love, with your passion, with I want to truly help people feel the best version of themselves. That is when, you know, the energy, the exchange of money comes in. I'm giving you my love. You're now exchanging that energy with money. And that alone is beautiful because what i'm doing now i would have never thought i'm doing this five years ago <laughs> and never you know, thought that i i i'm hearing like first of all <laughs> you love people in yeah. such a way that they are like okay how much does this cost like how can i they, it opens the door for just automatic reciprocity right mm. um people aren't feeling like they're being taken advantage of. They feel like 
um, they're truly being served. Right. I do a lot of things for free because I want to. I do a lot of things for the pleasure of me giving Hmm. because what I've learned in my life that the more I give, the more I actually get back. So why not give more? Mm -hmm. Why not? And then a lot of people are like, oh, you should charge for this and you should pay have people pay for that. But that's not that's not the place of being that I'm coming from. It's the complete opposite. My place of being is let them feel my love. Let them feel me. Let them feel valued. Let them feel heard. For the first time, without any judgment, that alone is priceless. Mm -hmm. You can't put a money on that. Mm -mm. And if they were to just connect that to other people, do you know how much happier this world would be? Yeah. And and do you know how much uh, less suffering and poverty there would be? Yeah. Because they release the judgment. Yeah. They're releasing the social norms. They're releasing what other people are telling them to do and not being true to who they are. The minute we're true to who we are and what we are becoming, what we want to share, everybody has their own uniqueness. And that energy is going to attract people who have that same energy back. People have to remember, there is a trillion thousand, trillion million people in this world. You're not going to satisfy everybody. You're not. People are going to clash. You're going to have things. And that's okay. Still love them. And just be like, you know what? I'm going to move towards another. I'm going to move on this side. Because when we stay with like-minded people, your attraction is just going to grow. And it's not so much the curiosity, because I hear this a lot. Who is Bina? Who is Bina Bendale? <laughs> right? I'm just me sitting here in my chair. Being me. There is no like behind the scenes Bina. Like who is she really like at home? This is what you see is what you get. <laughs> like, there, like I love it. That's it. Like there is, I, I'm, I will say what I have to say. I will be crazy when I need to be. I'll cry when I need to cry. I'll be angry when I need to be angry. And here's one more reflection for you. Mm-hmm. And you are changing social norms. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's deep. It's true and accurate. You just explained that there are social norms that currently exist that are outdated and right. they're not serving humans. They're not serving humanity and the social norms that you're creating as a human being and in your business and your practice are social norms that serve and that support and that create connection and love. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because it's hard People fall flat on their face when they're being judged. People then go into a spiral. People then start having all these limiting beliefs. People start self-doubting themselves. And then all that can be shown like in a different type of stress level. 
which then internally will make them sick. Mm -hmm. So when we let go a lot of those factors and we are in the true being of who it is that you are doing, you will under, you will totally see a shift in your health. You're going to totally see a shift on how you sleep. You're going to totally see a shift on, you know, your endorphins and everything rising because you feel like you have a purpose when you wake up. You feel happy when you wake up. Complete opposite to when people are being told what to do every single day. Don't do this. Don't do that. Shouldn't be here. You shouldn't go here. That's when you don't feel like you want to get out of bed. That's when you feel like, oh, the, the day is draining because you're not in control of your emotions. You're not in control of what is your focus on what you are doing. That alone will make you get up in the morning. I love waking up every morning right now. I love what I do. I love it. And, and you magnetize more of that in your life. I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm hearing like what you're saying is you change your physiology with love mm-hmm. and that's changed the way that um, you sleep, the way you can take care of yourself. See, like for me, like when I hear the thing about sleep, so many people, especially moms, they won't sleep, right? They're yeah. like, well, you know, because I got to take, I got to do, Right. And the number one, like as a mom of six children, right? I found out sleep makes me love better. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Because we take for granted what it is that we need for ourselves. If we're not fueling us, how do we feel other? How do we feel our children? Mm -mm, We're going to be tired. We're going to be exhausted. Again, social norms are stating our house needs to look like a magazine. Social norms are stating that we have to hire a nanny. Social norms are stating that the dishes need to be done. We have to cook home-cooked meals. You know, those are social norms. We don't need to follow that. You follow what works for you. If that means you leave the dishes in the sink and you hire a cook or you hire a maid to come in, whatever it is that you need to do to get through the day, that is okay for you. No, for no one else to judge. Because they don't live in your world. They don't live in your, they're not sleeping next to you. You're you're sleeping next to your children and or your spouse or whoever is in your true, true inner circle. Whoever that may be. But letting go of that guilt of having to be perfect, letting go of that guilt of, I didn't get to this today. That's okay. There's another day. Yeah. There's so many things now where I'm like, well, that didn't get done. Well, so I'll get, I'll come back when I come back from India. And when well, I come back from Mumbai, it's going to happen. It's still going to be there. Right. And I can't get to it. I can't get to it. Meant to everything that was meant for today happened today. Correct. Those things are meant for another day. And that's, that's perfect. exactly. Yeah. I'm wondering how much of who you are today. Um, has shifted since reading the ultimate coach book. Oh my God. So I was very, I think I was more judgmental on myself Mm. than anything else. 
I fell into the stereotypical of the social norms. Oh, I was very hard on myself. Um, And after I read the book, after I read Steve's journey and how, you know, he asked about the peanut butter and jelly with honey to a random stranger, (laughs) right? Being, setting up that perfect date with him and his wife, right? Mm -hmm. He planted those seeds, but it didn't overpower him. Like he didn't care. Amy had no idea what was going on. Hmm. And then he realized that that's his, it's its own blanket. Right. And to understand that things don't need to be perfect and still carrying an adventure, but still being true to who you are, just shifted my mindset like so much. Cause you can still be, you know, the fun Bina, the spontaneous Bina, right? But still have some sort of control at the same time. But releasing the judgment of what other people thought about in the park, releasing all of that and just focusing in on what you are doing with your intentions and what you are trying to create. And then just riding your bike and driving off to the sunset. (laughs) Yeah. It's beautiful. Right? It's a beautiful, beautiful sign of just not caring, planting your own seeds, watching it grow. And then you're doing it with your intentions, not someone else's intentions. And that shift for me has skyrocketed. Because now it's like, I don't, I don't care for judgment. And I mean, it bothers me to an extent, but I'm still shifting, right? Or I think that me and you have spoken about, I'm still just shedding my, my new skin. I'm shedding it. Yeah. I'm grieving the old Bina in a different light. Like I'm like a, like a snake It's the old skin is coming off. And now I'm learning how to be in this new skin. And the book has taught me that shedding and going through these changes is normal. And every part of your life is going to transform you to what you are becoming that morning or that day during that action. Hmm. I I love the way you're, um, it's clear to me that you read the book as it's about you. You know, yeah, because I can I'm already seeing you in the park. I don't know your husband's name, but um, <laughs> Sandeep. <laughs> OK, so what did you say? Sandeep. His name's Sandeep. Oh, San- Sandeep. OK, yeah. So so you you two are on your date and, you know, you're doing the thing. Maybe maybe you're the role of Steve, not Amy in this case. <laughs> yeah, 100 <laughs> percent. Knocking on the doors, getting the stuff. And yeah. And so. When you took that on board, you know, in the whole reading of the book and different iterations, I'm I'm sure there is um, the grief of, wow, why wasn't I doing all this all along? Right. The grief and the judgment. Right. Yes. Um, it, and, yes. Right. And but then you're allowing that um, to also be a shedding. Right. So yeah. it's like, oh, yeah. That that was that was me believing the social norms 
Mm-hmm. And, um, and now I don't, you know, because it's like, it's who I am. Mm. And, you know, Steve says this really well in the book. And he said this to Steve Chandler, actually, when Steve Chandler was going for the time, um, like a presentation. Mm -hmm. And he asked Steve, he says, and Steve was very, Steve Chandler was like, I don't know if I can do this. Ida comes in. And I remember Steve Hardison, when I was reading it, and it just resonated with me so much with this, like, well, who, who do you need to be to go on stage? Mm -hmm. Who do you need to be to walk in that room and sell it for $40,000, not 1500? Yeah, I remember that one. (laughs) Right. And it's crazy because that's exactly how my academy was born for nurse coaches. Mm. The corporate nurse coach academy with me and Amanda was who do we need to be to create this? And Mm -hmm. the corporate nurse coach academy was already made before I even read the book, before I even met Steve Hardison. Okay. And so it's crazy with how many parallel stories through that book where I was like, wow, that's exactly what me and Amanda did. We were like, well, how do we create this? Who do we need to be to create this? And then we just created it. Just like wow. how he walked in and he goes, hold on, I'm going to stop you guys. He meant to say $1,500 for every person in the room. Mm. Not $1,500 per a call. Right. So he says 1500 times, I can't do the full math. Whatever right. it was, equal to four, equal to forty thousand dollars that right. he was so scared to do. Yeah, and that's exactly how the academy was built. So when I was reading the book, it was like, wow, that is exactly how I did it with this. Oh my god, this is exactly how mine and my husband's relationship is. I love my husband to death. He is my rock. He is, you know, Steve Hardison and Amy. It's Abina and Cindy. Mm. Like I cherish my husband to the fullest and I want to know everything and everything about him. I want to pick his brain. I want to know what he does. I want to know his quirks. I want to get to know him. It's crazy. And when, and it was weird because people outside world is like, why do you want to know your husband that well? It's because I, why not? I want to, I I married him. You have to live with him. (laughs) I live with him. Exactly. And it's always a self-growth. We fight. There's no questions. We fought all the time, but it's going back to that place of love, Mm -hmm. going back to that place of nourishment, right? It's, I've always learned that I've always been able to have the power of my voice to calm people down. Mm -hmm. I'm able to get out of, or I can have people redirect their minds to be in a calmer state on many different levels. Cause I do this a lot at bedside. Mm-hmm. Right. And when Steve Hardison was talking about the gentleman, when the he came down and the police officers had to tackle him down. That resonates with me so much because that was me at bedside every single day. Mm-hmm. Loving them at bedside, giving the parents when children would pass away or children would come in pretty sick, giving that hug to the par- the grieving parents is where I knew I wanted to be. That's when I knew my shift has changed. That is when I knew there is something more bigger than just me d- being just a bedside nurse. I love bedside nursing. I miss it. I miss the adrenaline. I miss it every day of my life. But there's more. 
I have to be able to do more. Like I want to be able to still do that, but then serve in such a different capacity to give them that sense of hope back and being like, you know what? I know you're having a real bad day, but how can I help you? How can I serve? What is it that you need in this moment that is going to make you feel good only in this moment? I can't, sir, I can't help you every day, but I can serve you right here, right now. If that means a moment of silence, if that means a hug, if that means you need me to be a punching bag, let's go. Because that is what they need, not what Do, I need. Yeah. I'm wondering, do you find that people don't know what serves them? Yeah. It's hard. It's hard to ask that, right? When people go, how do I help you? Mm -hmm. A lot of people will say, I don't know. Mm -hmm. Where do you think the I don't know comes from? They're not able to express it. I I do believe that internally they were silenced at one point in their life. They were mm-hmm. silenced at a time where they didn't know how to express themselves. They were at a level where it's like, you know, maybe educational system, maybe it's in the parenting, maybe it's a brother, maybe it's a sister. I don't know what that small trauma, right, has then forecasted in as an adult. So when someone comes in and says, how can I help you? They don't know how to ask for help. Because we so, don't teach that. We're not teaching that in schools. We're not. Te- now we are. Now there's a lot more of like, you know, let's 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 talk about our feelings. Let's do all that. But that's the holistic approach that coaching is so good about. That's why the power of coaching is so powerful. Because it gives them a voice of what they want and what they need, not not the clutter of hearing other people's thoughts. So in those moments, like, how do you help people feel seen, valued, and heard? I look them in the eyes. If I'm face-to-face, I look them in the eyes and I ask them. And if they ask me again, I don't know, I repeat the question. Mm -hmm. They will pause and I will hold that moment of silence with them. Because 95% of the time, they will cry. Yeah the power of the pause you know those um holding space for people and creating space for people who have throughout their lives not been mm-hmm. seen valued or heard and especially you know i guess in the medical field in hospitals it happens a lot right yeah um so it's just i i love that you give power to the pause and allow people to shed in those moments and serve them deeply. And so I'm hoping that the people that are listening to this hear themselves, right? Also li- always listen to these conversations coming from being um, and hearing yourself. You know, where have I not been seen, heard, or valued? Mm-hmm. What opportunities have I had for someone who is extending service to me? And I didn't even know what to do because I was so shocked that I'm Present it with this opportunity, right? Right. So listen yeah. to this and, and learn, you know, a new way of being with those questions and with those opportunities. And so 
I love that you we've infused this into the conversation too. I want to go back and talk a little bit about um, when you say that you fight with your husband only for the purpose of um, I find that the purpose of those arguments is to create a deeper bond. Would you agree? A hundred and ten percent. There is no questions. I mean, and it, it's usually a miscommunication or a missed placed emotion, right? Because we're not perfect. I'm not perfect. My husband's not perfect. I will say things and do things that will really piss him off. Let's be real. And he's going to do things that's really going to piss me off. The difference is, is that once we overpass that anger and we're grieving that moment together, it's then shown with love. Yes. It's then shown with a hug or a kiss on the forehead, or me crying on a, on the staircase and him coming and just hugging me, saying, you know what? I hear you. Let it out. You just needed to cry. I understand why you're upset. And really, truly being vulnerable in those moments. Yes. Because if you're not 100% vulnerable with your partner or a person, or a friend, whatever your confident inner circle is, you're not going to be able to heal because we as humans are interactive. We're touchy. We have the sense of touch. That is why we work so well. And, and people just have to go back to just sometimes, some days I just need a big squeeze, a hug. Maybe I just, <laughs> I just need a big hug. And he knows it. he's six, two. I'm five, five foot. Oh, wow. Right. Yeah. He's tall. So some days it's just him coming behind me and just getting me a big tight squeeze. And I cry. Yeah. And he goes, you know, what's wrong? And I just said, I just needed to release that energy. Mm -hmm. This was a safe place for me. And this is the only place I can release this energy. Yeah. And so he'll hug me harder. He goes, let it out. <laughs> and then I feel better. I don't know what I was releasing. I don't know why I was crying. Could have been a dog show or a dog, like, you know, some animal show on TV. Who knows? I don't know. Because as nurses, I buried or I deepened all these stuff I have seen for over 18 years. Yeah. I just shoved it in a corner for so long. And so many nurses do this. Yeah. And so now that I'm not away from bedside, it's like, wow, that was very traumatic. Or there's things that pop back into my head where I was like, oh, my God, did I chart this correctly? Even if it was five years ago now. Wow. Because all this stuff is now coming out where I'm now learning to shift that emotions, really present it, really grieve those moments. And there's days where it's like it's take I've been away from bedside now for about a year and a half. Mm -hmm. And there's days where I still wake up and I'm like, wow, I can't believe how many people I've lives I've touched, how many people, how many deaths I've seen, how many families I have supported. And all I want to do is more. Yeah, that's it. It's not even like me. It's like this whole new realization of let's do more like Let's go to Mumbai. Let's touch these hearts. Let's touch these things. 
and nurse coaching, it's like we have such a unique passion. We have such an in-depth medical uniqueness that we know. And combining that with a holistic coaching, with active listening, deep listening, asking strong, powerful questions, not for me, but to serve you on where what you want to create, not what I'm creating. Because there's only one being a Bendu. Yes. There's only one. People who try to try to accomplish what I'm doing, accomplish things, they're going to fall flat on their face because that's who I am. That's my energy. That's your way of being. Yeah. That's me. You have to figure out what you are doing. And that's exactly what we took coach around in the academy. What are you creating? Where, what is your special, special sauce? What's your special ingredient? Because that energy, again, is what is going to plant your seeds to develop whatever it is that is going to develop. Yeah. And, and, you know, people understanding where they're holding um, different energies in the body, you know, I I guess when you, when you said that your husband hugs you, so the solar plexus, it really holds Mm -hmm. a lot, the passion, anger, fear, all the things, you know, and um, bringing awareness to the body wisdom um, is, is so important. I, I say, probably more so in holistic coaching, like what you do. Um, But it's important in in all coaching. So um, I love that you brought that into it. And and it's like you you connected the dots between like your personal life, right? Because who you're being in your personal life is who you're going to be in your professional life, right? And they have to balance. A lot of people who try to create something in their business world, but they're completely different in their personal world. Those people don't make it. Yeah. Cause they don't balance each other out. It's like, it, it doesn't like people are not going to understand that. You know, the number one question everybody asks me is how, how did you do what I did by asking, um, you know, for getting Steve Hardison to talk to me started with the conversation. Yeah, you That's just talked you talked to him. I spoke with him. Yes. <laughs> That's super it. basic. Yeah. It wasn't there was no and you know, coming in with the intentions, I really do believe Steve saw that part of me. I was being true to who I am. I honestly didn't realize how big he was until I really started reading the book and I was like, Oh, this is you amazing. Mean like and I come six back. four. All right. <laughs> right. I didn't know how tall he was either, how his strength was, like yeah. his personality. Like, of course, yeah. everybody knows who of Steve Hardison is, right? But like when you engage with him, that presence is so powerful. Even when you speak with him for two minutes or 45 minutes or an hour and a half. That presence is just something that no one can ever experience unless you experience Steve. Yeah. But that is what makes Steve, Steve. Steve. And I didn't ask you that question on purpose no. because everybody asks you that question. I, no. I, I started the conversation by saying that you mirror him and then I'm mm-hmm. letting that unfold and let people see how that yeah. conversation must have happened because you mirror him, right? Mm-hmm. And that's the way it is with all people, we magnetize who we are, period, right. effortlessly, because of course he said yes to your request because he saw himself fully in you. 
Mom. you know? So. And yeah. that's the power of being. Mm-hmm. That is. is the power of being like, I cannot, I, in a lot of times things don't make sense and you know what? That's okay. It's okay. Not to make sense. It's okay for things to just be like, you know what? I'm just going to run with this. See where this goes. <laughs> Right. And and, and but, like the day we talked, right? Because exactly like, we we weren't going to go to India. <laughs> no. And then <laughs> until I was. And then when I was, you were like, well, I guess I am, too. And then <laughs> I'm bringing my client. You're bringing all your students, not all your students, but quite yeah, a but few of your students. You know? of them, yeah. And we're staying in the ho- same hotel. It's just like, yeah, destined. It's such a, it's it's a destiny that is like it's a like how I see it is like, it's like a door that opened that you never knew existed. It was like this invisible door. Mm -hmm. And ever since I met Steve back last October, it has been transformational after like every conversation has taught me something. It opened up my third eye for something else. Then it sums up. It's like, okay, I got this. Okay. Now it opened up my eyes for here. And that's all transformation is about. Yeah. That's one thing people really need to understand is that when you block out some of these things, it won't, you're never going to know what's behind that door. Or that there's a door there. Or you won't even see it. Yeah. The power behind it. Because you're, you're so vision blocked, right? That you didn't even see that secret door that goes into this secret magical world that I'm now living. <laughs> and it's like all these magical unicorns are just like coming around and introducing yourself. And you're just like, Whoa. <laughs> and I say this because it's like, I've met, there would have been no way I would have met you. Yeah. Three weeks ago. No, less than that. three weeks ago. Wow. Okay. Yeah. But it felt like a lifetime. It did feel like a long time ago. Yeah. Wow. After our initial call, we both literally stated we will never go back to Mumbai. We're not going to go back. We're not going to go back. <laughs> Am I not correct? Like we were like, this I'm is, not going. Yeah. yeah, we were sure because we're we moms. Were we got stuff to do. We got bumps. I comes in. My, you know, I got two kids with special needs. And then all of a sudden something shifted. And I was like, oh, I'm going to go to India. <laughs> and then the same post within that day. Remember, you yeah. messaged me and you're like, I'm also going to India. I'm now rechanged my retreat. Yeah. <laughs> and now I'm going to Mumbai. Not did we both did not know we were staying yeah. at the same hotel. Yeah. That's the connection of universe that people, that's the energy that I'm talking about. That's the energy Steve Hardison talks about. That is something you can't create. That's something I can't teach. A lot of clients of mine will be like, how do I, how do I get to this level? It's because you have to trust yourself. Yeah. It's a once way you of trust being. yourself. It's yeah. exactly. It's when you trust, when you know your vision, when you know your self-worth, you know that you're loved, you're healed. And I'm not saying I'm hundred percent healed, but I have a different outlook now where it's like, why dwindle on an argument that happened three weeks ago? Shed it, grieve it, burn it, done. Okay, let's focus on what's happening presently. Yeah. 
What are you feeling today? What can you let go today? And how do you become that happy person again? How do you become that person that you are trying to achieve for your goals? Because all that is just weights and it's going to be harder and harder and harder for you to reach what it is that you want to reach and whatever it is that you want to do in life. Yeah, I say it's like let go and let love is the formula to unlearning struggle. Because what you're talking about is how we create struggle for ourselves all the time. Yeah. Mm. And if you could be the person who unlearn, who's committed to unlearning struggle and Mm. creates possibilities to let go and let love every day, who knows who you could be? Who knows what you could bring into this world? Only time will tell. Yeah. Only time will tell, right? I I don't know what is going to uncover in Mumbai. I don't know what is going to uncover in six months. All I know is that a huge gravitational pull, pull, it was pulling me to go. And when I made that commitment, I didn't have my passport. (laughs) That was was the funniest part to me because I was like, oh, we just have to get a visa. You're like, I got to get a passport. I was like, you what? (laughs) Like, who doesn't have a passport? I had to renew it. Steve Hardison calls me and was just like, well, do what you got to do. You know, you can do it. (laughs) And it was just like, oh my God, am I going to be able to pull this off? And he goes, it'll get work. It'll all work out. Promise you. That's all he said to me. And I'm like, (laughs) okay. And, And literally, as soon as I told my husband, it was a Friday afternoon. And me and one of my students was like, we're committed to go. So I was like, all right, we're gonna go. After that, you know, and I've posted about this several times, it turned into like this nurse coach movement. (laughs) Okay. But the thing is, is that we were asking 20,000 nurse coaches to come along. It's not just my academy. This, anyone who wants to follow me, I said, let's go. Yeah. Because it's the struggles that you face during these challenging times. (laughs) And the obstacles you overcome, the emotions that you've overcome, you have then now just co-created a new being of commitment. And now you just committed yourself to yourself. Yes. That, the best commitment in the world. Yeah. Because it's, I mean, my word is my word. If I tell someone I'm going to be there, I'm going to be there. I think that's One of the biggest parallels um, between me and Steve Mm -hmm. is that I will not give you my word if I cannot fulfill it. Yeah. All my clients know this is that if I have to cancel a session due to my children, I will reschedule within 24 hours Mm -hmm. because that is the commitment level I give. That's the commitment level I, I want to serve in because I only have my word to really give uh, money is great comes up, but that is, that's only going to be short-term, right? That's short-term stuff. It comes and goes money comes and goes. Well, I mean, I would say that more than that money, it can be on a regular cycle, yeah. right? Of reciprocity, 
Um, but the attachment, I think, is what you're talking about yeah. to money, right? Yeah. Um, that That's what kind of fluctuates. But we can always be in that uh, bubble of of love, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the energy is what I'm looking for. That's the word I'm looking for, the energy right. of love. Mm-hmm. Because that commitment is a sign of love. Because not mm-hmm. only am I loving myself, but I'm also showing gratitude and love and stating that, you know what? No matter what's going on in my world, I'm going to make sure you are fully supported. Yes. You are heard. You are valued. Your time means as much as my time is to give. Yes. And respecting someone else's time, right? And someone else's energy to be there. Right. So, um, yeah, I love that. Like uh, a couple of weeks ago, maybe it was a month ago when I, I had set an appointment to speak with Steve, you know, he says, you're better than a Rolex watch, you know? <laughs> it was like, ding, right on the second, you know? And so that matters though. And, and just, yeah. you know, for the people listening, think about who you are with your commitments and especially surrounding time, because time is something that we don't get back, you know, mm-hmm. like you can get more money, you can get more of things, but time, like, you do have an expiration date. Your bodysuit will not last forever. <laughs> so, yeah. And you just don't know what tragedy is going to come your way. Yeah. So, you know, with that being said, that's why if you are in the power of being true to who you are and live in that moment, and I'm not saying living it 100% because that's unrealistic, right? But living it to the fullest extent of what you're able to give that is so much more powerful than anything else. Yeah. Yeah. Being committed to being present. Yeah. And all the different ways we can be present. Bina, I I have loved our conversation and, and everything that we've talked about today. I'm wondering, is there anything that you would like to put in this space? Anything more to close us out? If you're feeling like you are unclear, if you if you don't know how to become more loving towards other people, read the book, reach out. There's people out there. No one needs to feel unheard. No one needs to feel unheard. And if anyone feels unheard, call me, call Cordelia, call anyone in the circle because we will hold space. Because I don't want something to happen tragically because someone was not feeling heard. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for that. And thank you for listening to the Ultimate Coach Podcast. I'm Cordelia Gaffar. And read the book, buy a copy for someone you love, and share this episode. Thank you for listening. If you know someone who would benefit from today's conversation, please share this podcast with them. Also, we invite you to visit theultimatecoachbook.com so you can continue your personal exploration of being. There you will find links to join our wonderful community, get your own copy of The Ultimate Coach Book, and more. Simply go now to www 
theultimatecoachbook.com. That's www.theultimatecoachbook.com. The link is also available in the show notes. We appreciate your support. Be blessed. Be used.